Welcome back to the Build Your Empire podcast, where today we are joined by the amazing Alexis Jane. And today we're going to be talking all things deep inner work on your business and limiting beliefs. So Alexis Jane is the founder of the Alexis Jane Coaching and the universe is your sugar daddy podcast. I am so in love with that name. Alexis has successfully built a multiple six-figure coaching business being a single mama and learning all the things not to do. Her no bullshit approach to business and life helps her clients move through the big emotions to achieve all that they desire. Alexis transforms her clients into the next level version of themselves through deep inner work. Her clients shift into new identities as they let go of past limiting beliefs that do not serve them. Alexis empowers her clients to activate their own magic and use it to empower them in business. Nothing excites her more than watching her clients succeed. Welcome powerhouse thank you i am so beyond excited to be here today with you yeah we are going to cover some nitty-gritty some of the nitty-gritty shitty bits right some of those limiting beliefs let's start there i know coming into business i had never even heard the word limiting belief <laughs> seven years ago i didn't know what the word personal development meant legit had never heard the word ever in my life or the two words. Limiting beliefs, if you had said that to me seven years ago, I'd be like, what? what you do what with chickens? Um, <laughs> literally, like I, I think there must be so many other people out there, right, where we assume that everyone knows what their limiting beliefs are and everyone knows what their problems are and everyone knows exactly where they should focus their work. But it's not true. So can you explain... Some of the telltale signs that you've got limiting beliefs showing up in your business. So one of the very first signs, or for me, when I first started my business, I knew about limiting beliefs. I knew about all of these things. And I also knew that one of my biggest fears was being seen. Is my work good enough? Will people pay me? And coming from working in corporate, working in real estate, hospitality, it's somebody else's business. It's not my business. It's somebody else's. So it's easy for me to sell. Then it came to me needing to sell my business and selling myself. And that was a whole new situation that was just like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what is it that I needed to look at within myself? So that's when I went and hired a coach to really help me understand what I wasn't seeing. And so having somebody else there to say, like ask you that question that you potentially may not ask yourself. But one thing that I thought that I did need was to spend money on building out my website, building out all of these things before I actually had a client. Mm. So I spent thousands, tens of thousands of dollars before I even really made a cent. And then I made pretty much six figures without a website. And then I still actually don't have a website, which is something that I need to look into doing. However, it's the belief of what you think is going to work and what you think is going to get the result. And at the end of the day, the result that one achieves, everyone does life differently. Everyone does business differently. So it's really fine tuning into how do you do you? Mm. How do you want to do business? Yeah. How do you like to show up in your business? And I actually just did a little clip on my um, stories earlier today around discipline. Discipline creates freedom. And that was one thing I heard 
early on in the piece and I was like, I don't understand it. And now it's just solid. So powerful. So powerful. That is incredible. And, you know, it's those little bombs that we hear, you know, where it's like little things like that. For me, it was the go to where do you, go to where you're heading and wait for yourself to catch up. When I first heard that, I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Right. Can you drop me a picture? I don't quite understand what this is. And I, honestly, I was just, I was probably the only one in the room that was sitting there like a deer in headlights. Like, I don't really understand what that means. But, you know, I think it was probably a year or two later the penny dropped and I went, oh. Oh my goodness, you know, you can't wait to become that person. You can't, you won't earn the money when you become that person. You gotta become that person first. You gotta, you gotta show up first in exactly your best state. You have to keep evolving now, not later. Because you are the vibe. Mm. Mm. You are the vibe. And when you're the vibration, I'm gonna give some the vibration of being that person already and one of the things that I love to do with the people that I work with is understanding what their internal representation is so it doesn't matter what level or where they're at it's how do you see you and one of the biggest questions that I always ask myself if things aren't happening the way that I want them to be happening in my business is in this present moment would I buy from me and if it's a hell fucking no I'm not going to buy from you because you're in a real shitty headspace and your vibe's really low. Or, Mm. yes, I want to be in your energy. Yes, I want that. It's like, oh, okay, well, if I won't buy from me, why is anybody else going to buy from me? It's that personal audit, hey. It's being able to show up in your business, no matter what's going on, but show up in your business every single day in a way that is going to be what your clients want. You know, and and I remember saying this to to people that I coached many years ago was, what is it that you can show me that I don't already have? That was a big aspect, a big, big aspect. What is it that you can show me that I don't already have? And vibration is one of those things, right, that a lot of people are really, really struggling with is to vibrate on a higher level and bring something to the table that's exciting. Do you agree? A hundred percent. And, you know, last week I was out and I haven't been doing networking events for a very long time and I went to a um what was it called raising capital mm-hmm. pitch night situation and anyway I walked in and I met this girl I just had trainers on jeans like a really super casual yeah. and this beautiful girls walked in she's got a Prada bag she's got this beautiful suit on and I'm just like you're my girl and by the end of the night she's like where have you been my whole life she's like you're such a vibe And when you're in that vibration, people are magnetically attracted to you and it's really really setting that intention. And I've done this for years, ever since I started going to networking events. I created a character, exactly the same as what you said, be that person before you are that person. And I walk into the room and I was the successful coach, had no clients, but my energy presented, I am a successful coach. I do have clients. I can help people. I've seen re- people have results from coming into my experience. And so now that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I know that the people that step into my world after having a 20-minute power session with me, things shift and change. Having a 10-minute call, cleaning up some stuff, one client went from nothing to having $2,000 in a bank account by the end of the day because we just cleaned up what she was looking at and her energy 
And I'm like, we're just, you're too busy in your head. Let's just move out of your head. Let's drop into your body. And what's your body saying? Let's move from that place. Well, I want to do this simple. Mm -hmm. And I know that you talk about making it simple as well. Make it simple. It doesn't need to be overcomplicated because when it gets overcomplicated, the universe is like, ah, I don't know what you want. Yeah, because you don't know what you want, right? <laughs> because you're like, I want a little bit of this, but this is too hard. But, you know, and and it does. Like it's it's reducing the brain fog, you know, and especially in business, there's so many moving components. You've got staff, you've got, you know, all your ideas, you've got things that are actually happening, you've got your clients. There's so many moving components that reducing that brain fog is so incredibly important. So people in business right now that are listening to this or watching it potentially, we talk about going deeper, you know, into these limiting beliefs. What are some of the most common limiting beliefs that you see come up? Money. Mm. Mm. Money's probably the biggest one. Yeah. And it's when we dive deeper, it's not the money. It's what money can create for you. Yeah. It's a belief around it, yeah. It's the belief around it. I grew up in a poor family, so I'm always going to be poor. Well, that's the belief you've chosen to continue to have. Or, you know, one belief that I've had come through, which I found really interesting, was I grew up really rich and I was bullied because I had money, so now I'm scared to have money in case I get bullied again. Oh, wow. So there's these um, the goosebumps again. There's so many different things around money that hold people back mm-hmm. and one of the and the main thing that is an underlying situation that people don't actually really understand or realize is the responsibility of having that money mm-hmm. having the responsibility of holding more people in your container so that you can serve more so that you can hold more and it's like building it's like going to the gym and building a muscle you don't just go to the gym and pick up a hundred kilo weight and go yeah I got this mm-hmm. it's no you pick up or running a marathon, you know, you've, it's a gradual building of that muscle and know your numbers, know your numbers, get an accountant, have all of your finances all set up on the back. And this is something that I did not do at the beginning and it completely screwed me. Money was slipping through my fingers left, right and center because I hadn't done the foundational work. I, I could manifest like I go, I want 20 grand, 20 grand showed up, 10 yeah. grand, 10 grand showed up. And then I wasn't managing and I'm like well what's the point of even manifesting the money so I've seen that as well like it's never an all it's never enough I want I need a hundred thousand dollars but that's still not enough well if you're in not enoughness then that's not going to come you want to be again in the energy first before it comes and be grateful before you have it and be grateful for all the things that you currently already have yeah yeah, so true. I think so many people are either in the, you know, yeah, money's a bad thing and, and I'm not going to have it, I can't find it, into the, like you said, not enough, you know. I've got it, but it's not enough. So is there some daily rituals? I mean, let's say, you know, that everybody that's listening is like, this is me, she's talking to me. What are some <laughs> of the first steps that you could recommend for some of these people to really start shifting this mindset? is really seeing what's happening inside of you and taking full radical responsibility for who you truly deeply are. And so writing for me is, and for my clients when I've gotten them to do it, is so beyond powerful. So I get them to put a timer on and free write for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it could be, "Mm, I need to write for 10 minutes because I heard on this podcast that it's a really good idea to 
you know, journal for 10 minutes and just get anything out of my head. Oh, I think I need to wee. Oh, it's raining outside. Oh, can I hear the kids rustling? Get any, like any, any thought that comes into your head and you're like, and then you start to realize, shit, my head's so busy Mm. with little things that actually don't matter. So you get all that out. And if you need to go longer than 10 minutes, I like to start off with 10 minutes because otherwise I think it just goes on for too long. And then ask yourself a conscious question. So the conscious question could be, what do I actually want my life to look like? Yeah. What do I want from today? And only ask yourself one question. I'm just going to run a few yeah. through a few for you to go, oh, that's a good one. Mm. How much money is required for me to live my dream life? Mm. Who do I need to talk to today that's going to help me move to that next level? And so when you get all of that crazy noise out of your head, your hand, watch what happens ask, after you ask yourself that one question. And if you need to continue asking yourself the same question for a couple of days, do that too. Mm. What's my money? What's, what do I believe right now currently about money? And write all of the stuff down and you'll be surprised what actually comes out. And no one has to read this. It's not like D Diary. Yes. <laughs> and put a lock on it. Yes. <laughs> My daughter actually got an electronic diary the other day and I thought, I feel gypped. I feel really, <laughs> I feel really gypped that these weren't around when I was a kid. Like we had to have the stupid lock, you know, and your brother would only have to stick a pencil in it, you know, and he could open yeah. the lock. <laughs> so I get, I get the dear diary. But it's yeah. rough. Like you don't have to, again, you don't have to make it hard. Just keep it simple. Just get it down on paper. And be consistent and have the discipline to do it every day. At the end of uh, late 2021, I ran a program called The Reset. Mm -hmm. And every day at 6 a.m. on a Zoom call, we got up, I put on meditating music, and actively there was 15 or 20 people in the group. Yeah. And the transformations that were happening left, right, and centre, the money that was being made, the Mag- magnetism that was being created by collectively doing it in a group and being held because after they did the journaling we spoke about what was going on and then I coached them for the rest of the time it was an hour situation yeah. um and it was phenomenal and I loved it um and just the things that happened and so you know they know when they're not doing their journaling what happens and it, journaling's not something you have to do every single day But if you know that something's not happening or something's not right or something feels off in your life, be disciplined to do it for four weeks and witness what happens. I saw a guy who decided he wanted to make $100 million in a year and he journaled every single day and I think he got to $89 million. He didn't get to the 100. I know. (laughs) Ah, Wow. Yeah. And so that's the power of intention purpose and laser focus on the goal that you want to be having want to be achieving yeah so so true so as somebody's really starting to carve out these new um habits you know and the the new daily practices obviously you know being disciplined is something that is taught as well you know you have to continue to teach yourself to be disciplined Mm. so do you honestly believe that the success that you've had is due to having coaches in your corner do you think you could have done it without it no way yeah same I agree 
No way. And one of my very first coaches that I ever had that helped me create a six-week program and I charged $260 for it. We've all got to start somewhere, right? We most certainly do. And that was where my money mindset was like, I'm like, I can't charge these people for this. Mm. And anyway, then it unfolded and I obviously charge more now. But now she's asked me earlier this year to be her business partner in a really high-level coaching program, which is just phenomenal working with bigger businesses and it's all the inner representation and understand and this is the thing so you know that you can win Mm. you know that you can lose what happened when you were winning internally and your internal processing and your internal conversation Mm -hmm. then what happened when you're losing what was the dominating thought when you didn't win that deal or whatever that looked like. Mm. So we help dissolve those emotions and those limiting beliefs and master the energetics of being clean without having any attachment or ties so that there's more winning that's happening in your world. Mm. You Like my brain's going a 1,000 miles an hour where I'm like, oh, my God, I need to write this thing down. Oh, my God, I, need, I didn't put that in my book. And it, you know, it doesn't matter what level you're at, you've got to continue to check yourself. You know, I, I've recently just gone and reinvested in coaches again, you know, because I was like, you know what, I've kind of outgrown over here. It's time to move on and continue to be tested and challenged. So the people that you're, you're continuously putting yourself in front of, I, my rule is I always need to be the poorest person at the table poorest person at the table because I'm then I'm and that could be poor in knowledge that could be poor in wealth it could be poor in whatever abundance mindset whatever it is I need to make sure I'm the poorest person at the table so that I can take stuff away I love how you just explained what you meant in that regard because Mm -hmm. I feel as though like there's been times where I'm just like you know I don't have as much as what I want Mm -hmm. and then I'll speak to my energy healer and she's like you have the most abundant knowledge yeah. in mindset, in transformation, in deep energy work. The transformation that you went through like eight years ago, my life exploded like a fucking war zone. Mm. Like I can't even express to you. It was full on. Yeah. And I got to a point where I woke up with a suicide note on the floor next to me and I'd taken all these drugs and alcohol. And that was the pivotal moment of, Things have to shift and change. Yeah. It's now so or never. Yeah. It's now or never. So that's where my journey started. And it mm. is not easy to go in and go deep. Mm-mm. But it's so worth it. Oh, my God, yes. I mean, my company right now stands on its feet due to me falling to my knees. This business was built. The first brick was laid on my knees. You know, like I honestly love doing business with people that have got really raw stories. I feel like they're the best humans. Yeah, the ones that have built it off turmoil. You've built it off. Life did not look like what you wanted it to and something had to change. And you started that change even if you weren't ready yet. Yeah, like I wasn't ready. You wouldn't have been ready. Right, no. <laughs> I was not right. Oh, no. There's been tears, there's been tantrums, uh-huh. there's been crying in the corner every day. From uh, there was one point where I was taking Zoe to school. I'd come home and put myself back into bed, put an alarm on, 
get up, clean my space, get on a call, do a fucking powerful coaching session, put myself back to bed and then cry for the rest of the afternoon. Yep. Horrendous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the point is that you continue to show up. Now I know some people go, oh, well, you weren't, you know, you were, you were putting out there that you were doing this, but you were really doing that. It's like, no, 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 no. We were still fucking showing up. We were still showing up on the days where most people would have quit. And, you know, I'm going through trauma healing right now. And I'm like, I have never been so much of an emotional wreck than what I am right now. Does that mean that I can't deliver for my clients? Fuck no. Fuck no. Because you learn how to pivot in and out of what I call adaptability. You know, if I'm talking to a doctor, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah. So if, uh, if I'm talking to a doctor, I'm going to talk in a different way. You know, uh, if I'm talking to, you know, a mom, I'm going to talk in a different way. If I'm talking to my clients, right, I'm going to bring game face. And, and I really feel as though that's an art that you learn, especially being an entrepreneur where it's like, you know what? Today's not amazing, but I need to show up at 11, 1, and 3, and I need to bring my game face. And every hour in between that, I'm healing, I'm crying, I'm writing, I'm journaling, I'm doing all the things. And, you know, last night my sister's had some challenges. She stayed across the road from where I'm living. I didn't get to bed till I got home at 11 o'clock, got into bed, scheduled all of my posts for today. My alarm went off at 10 past four this morning, got up, game face, had an interview for my podcast at 4.30, had stuff on from six to 11, went to the gym, came home, had a bath, got ready, had a 15-minute power nap, had a phone call before this, and then here we are, and then I've got to go pick up my daughter. (laughs) There it is. There's the schedule of an absolute boss. And that's the thing. I think that there's too many people who are like, oh, God, I can't do what you do. And it's just because, and I'm going to say it, they're fucking lazy. That's it. Because they've been told and shown that mm-hmm. you can work less and earn more, mm-hmm. which is true when you get to a certain point, but you've got to work hard at the beginning to get to that point. Yeah. I remember in 2020, I was doing, I think, back-to-back eight interviews a day for mm-hmm. five days straight for four weeks. I lost my voice. I put myself to bed for two full days. But that work that I put in in that November in the January, I did $75,000. Yep. But I wouldn't have done that if that didn't happen in, in, if I didn't make that decision that my life needed to change. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I say lazy, I don't mean that, you know, uh, they just go, you know what, I can't be fucked. It's more that, you know, and I've had a few people reach out and go, you know, I can't do what, I couldn't do what you do, you know, um, I really love my TV shows too much or I really love, you know, hanging out with the girls on a Friday and getting pissed. And I think, you know, becoming, like you said, becoming a a successful entrepreneur but also becoming somebody that's willing to do the deeper work is somebody that's willing to put shit down as well, you know. For me recently, it's that's it, no more drinking, right? I'm never a big drinker, right, but it was always something that was socially acceptable, yeah, we just have a couple of drinks and, you know, before you know it, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. So, right, it was just that next step where it was like, right, no more drinking, you know. So it's now it's training. It's 5 a.m. It's training. It's, you know, better eating. But this has taken me, you know, four and a bit years to master. Did I just start waking up at 5 a.m.? No. 
<laughs> well, I did. And I was like, mm, this is not a good idea. You know, <laughs> like, did I train every day? No. You know, like, do I still miss days? Yes. But it's just about getting back on that wagon, right? Like getting back on, back on, back on. You fall off, get back on, fall off, get back on. And too many people fall off and they just don't get back on. Because they're too afraid to get back on. Like I've had a schmozzle of a year this year, mm. absolute schmozzle of a year. And it doesn't mean that my work's any less credible. Mm. It doesn't mean that I'm any less of a person because I had to go through what I went through to go to my next level. Okay. And did my business slow down? Yes, but that was a conscious choice. Yeah. For that to happen. Yeah. And now I've come out of the cocoon and it's just like it's on and I'm, you know, mm. today I'm back. Well, I'm not today, I'm back. It's been like this for the last four weeks. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, it's this new energy, this new vibe, it's this new yeah. expansion. And be gentle with yourself if you know that you're cocooning, but you're still moving forward. Yeah. Slowing down to speed up. Well, I think we got reborn at the same time because uh, all of my uh, all of my systems are go again and same thing, slow down. Everything slowed down. Business, momentum, thoughts, the whole lot just went brrr and it needed to because it was like, right, now we're going to slow down. We're going to let the cream rise to the top and the rest gets thrown in the bin, right? And then we start again with the cream, the good bit, you know? So look. I absolutely love what we've touched on. I would love to ask you one last question before we wrap this up. What was one pivotal moment for you? Was was there a book? Was there a phrase? Was there a person? Was there a saying that made you go, oh, snap? Like, do you remember a moment like that for you? I've got goosebumps. I remember a moment where I was sitting on the floor at my parents' house because I had to move back to mum and dad's because I'd separated Mm-hmm. with someone when <laughs> I moved back to mum and dad's. I was sitting on the floor, I'm like, I didn't, help me, I need help. And then I found life coaching. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a two-day event and then I went to a seven-day situation that just blew my mind. I didn't know about kinesiology, NLP, hypnosis, timeline, mm-hmm. kundalini meditation, rebirthing, breath work, all of this stuff that happened in a seven-day container that said, it's called life design. Well, design your life. They're like, we're going to break you down and put you back together in seven days. (laughs) So good. That was my pivotal moment. And then I found um, Bob Proctor, Mm. Eric. I love Eric Thomas's old stuff. Mm. Um, And if I'm really needing some real big pep, I'd go to Dan Pena. Nice, nice. So definitely peeps that are listening or watching, go and check out that stuff. Alexis, I cannot thank you enough for popping in to the Build Your Empire podcast and adding a little bit of sparkle in here when it comes to going deeper with your limiting beliefs. Thanks for having me. It's been so much fun.